When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello again, friends. Welcome to Gamecock Central Radio Basketball Report. We'll talk a little bit of women's today, and we're focusing on the men as the Gamecock men get ready for the SEC basketball tournament coming up this week. Emerson Phillips with Gamecock great Joe Rett. Joe, how you getting along? Hey, I'm doing great, man. Uh, i tell you, this is some of my exciting, most thrilling time of the year, going into March Madness. And you saw this past weekend with some thrilling games when college basketball and hopefully that trend will continue joe the gamecocks fell at old miss in the regular season finale on saturday night a game in which carolina fell behind by 20 points at one point in the second half and then rallied to cut it late in the ball game but old miss does win saturday in oxford final score in the ball game 75 70 old miss the rebels wrap up the regular year 19 and 12 and they are 10 and 8 in the sec they've got a number six seed for the upcoming Southeastern Conference Tournament Gamecocks wrap up the regular season 22 and 9 and 12 and 6 in the SEC and Carolina ends up with the number 4 seed in the tournament. We're going to talk about the conference tournament more here on Gamecock Central Radio today. Joe, real quick, some of your thoughts on the Ole Miss loss Saturday night. Thornwell, another outstanding game, 25 points. Malik Monk from Kentucky did not reach double figures this weekend for the first time this year if I'm not mistaken. So Thornwell may get SEC Player of the Year, but the Gamecocks will enter the conference tournament with a loss. Joe, uh, Carolina's lost five of their last eight, and they lost to Ole Miss by five. Great comeback bid came up short. Yeah, no doubt. We're, we are definitely limping into the uh, SEC tournament. Um, the other night you saw a team that won it more, and then we're talking of Ole Miss. That team was hungry. They seemed that they had a purpose. They wanted to stay. They were playing for something. And we, as typical, have we been this year, coming out real flat and it's so difficult to come out flat on the road and, and try to pull out a win like you say cut the league down uh, in the second half had a I think Ole Miss had like a 20 point lead at one time and they chopped it down I was impressed with them coming back but uh when you down in such a deficit like that sometimes it's not enough time and uh sometimes the shots are just not falling but uh you know tough loss uh losing five out of eight uh games just you know going into the tournament it's gonna be tough um because you normally want to go to a tournament, any tournament, with a little bit of confidence on a winning skid, and you know they got a little less than a week to prepare uh, for their next matchup. So we'll see how how this turns out. Um, not not particularly liking losing this last game, but uh, you know those tournaments are, are for people to make their name. Uh, hopefully, some guys can step up and and, and make their mark. Tournament. All right, after falling behind 51-31 with 16-38 left in the game, Carolina twice cut the Ole Miss lead to four points. They cut it to four twice, but uh, Ole Miss wins this game 75-70. to Thornwell led all scorers with 25 points on 5 of 17 shooting. He was 4 of 11 from 3 and 11 of 16 at the foul line. Seven boards, six assists, two steals, one block, four turnovers in 38 minutes of action for Cendarius Thornwell, who just might end up SEC Player of the Year here in 2017. The Gamecocks had three other players in double figures. 
P.J. Dozier, 13 points on 5 of 17 shooting, including 1 of 6 from 3. P.J. played 37 minutes, as did Hassani Gravit, 4 of 9 from the floor, 2 of 6 from 3. 10 points for Hassani Gravit, and Dwayne Otis had 10 as well. He shot 4 for 9 and 2 of 6 from 3. So, Joe, a poor shooting for the Gamecocks, only 36% for the ball game. Carolina was 23 of 64. We talked about it last week here on Gamecock Central Radio, Joe. Going to Ole Miss will be a tough place to play for last game of the year, night game on a long road trip. And Ole Miss, you know, still very much in the hunt for a postseason bid. They needed this game Saturday night. They just saw that from the beginning. They came out with a little bit of fire. Uh, like I said, they played with a purpose. And we're going in there shooting as bad as we did at 36%. It was very tough. And also we was out-rebounding. Out I was surprised at that, 29 to 38. And another key, I think, in that game that, that really hurt us was uh, bench production. We only got eight points off the bench, and I believe seven of them came from Mike Kosar, who's now coming off the bench. So, uh, anytime you, especially going on the road, you got to get, you know, you, you pretty much know what your seniors, uh, your leaders going to get. I mean, Sendaris and TJ, who didn't particularly shoot that well from the floor. I think they shot a combined 10 or 34, uh, which is really not good, but, you know, sometimes you need somebody else to step up off that bench and, Having only eight points off the bench, that is not good. So, um, get back to Columbia. Hopefully, you guys, guys regroup and uh, get ready for possibly an Alabama or Mississippi State LSU matchup. Uh, coming up on uh, Friday. Gamecock Central Radio here. Emerson Phillips with Gamecock great Joe Rett. We invite you to download the Gamecock Central Radio app. We've got this free phone app that allows you to listen to our podcast for free on your cell phone, anywhere you receive cell phone service. You can download the app on the App Store and on Google Play, and then you can subscribe to our podcast, which are free, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and other popular services, or just visit radio.gamecockcentral.com. So, Joe, Let's go ahead and take a look at the SEC tournament schedule. The tournament starts on Wednesday, but the Gamecocks will not play until Friday because they got the double bye thanks to finishing in the top four in the final SEC standings. Carolina ended up finishing tied for third with Arkansas, but because the Gamecocks lost the only head-to-head meeting with the Razorbacks, Arkansas gets the three, Carolina gets the four, both teams get the double bye. So let's take a look at Wednesday's action, a couple of play-in games. The bottom four teams in the league will play. And it'll be Mississippi State, 15 and 15, 6 and 12 in the league, the number 12 seed against the 13 seed LSU. LSU will play its final games of the season in this conference tournament. And, you know, if they win it, unless they win it, uh, their season will end. 10 and 20 overall, 2 and 16 in the league for the Tigers. So the winner of that game will advance to Thursday to take on the 5 seed Alabama. And it'll be either Bama or the winner of the. Uh, LSU-Mississippi State game against the Gamecocks Friday at 3.30. So I'm getting ahead of myself here, but I'm trying to give you the schedule for the Gamecocks. Uh, Looking at a 3.30 approximate tip time Friday for Carolina against either Bama or the winner of Mississippi State and LSU. So also Wednesday night, Auburn, the 11th seed against the 14th seed Missouri, and the winner of that one will get the 6th seed Ole Miss. So we've got uh, also in the bracket Tennessee and Georgia, uh, George is the eight seed, Tennessee's the nine. Winner faces number one Kentucky on Friday in the quarters. And then we've got uh, Texas A&M and Vandy playing on Thursday along with Tennessee and Georgia. Vandy the seventh seed, A&M the tenth seed. And the winner will get number two seed, Florida. And it'll be either Ole Miss, Missouri, or Auburn against Arkansas in the fourth and final quarter final. So the semis will take place on Saturday with the championship game coming up on Sunday. Joe, 22-9 and nine for the Gamecocks. You know, they won 24 games last year, did not get into the tournament. So... This time last week, Joe, I felt like the Gamecocks were in. 
right now today I feel like the Gamecocks are in. But can the Gamecocks afford to leave anything to chance here, Joe? If they lose in the first round of this SEC tournament, are they in? I don't think so. Uh, I, I didn't feel as confident as you did last week at this time because, like you said earlier, we lost five out of eight in the NCAA. That's one of the things they look at is how are you playing towards the end of the year, regardless of your resume. Um, we lost some favorable games that we should have won. But uh, we, we can't leave nothing up to chance right now. Um, this matchup so far, I think it's on the front end, it's somewhat favorable to me. Um, when you think about Alabama and Mississippi State and the Mississippi State LSU matchup, two teams that we have beaten. We've beaten LSU, I mean, Mississippi State twice. And I think we had one of our better games when we beat LSU early in the year. And of course, the Alabama game, uh, that quadruple overtime, I believe, that, uh, you know, we just fell short. We came out flat that game at the CLA, but, uh, that's the team that we can beat. Um, I, uh, I think that game, Avery Johnson, who's the coach over there, his son played extremely, extremely well that night. And uh, uh, he wasn't a part of the scout report. And I guarantee you now he definitely is a point of emphasis uh, if they meet up. So I think it's a little bit favorable for us right now on the front end. Uh, if we win that game against Alabama, whoever, we will be facing uh, – uh, very tough with Kentucky in that in that Saturday matchup, and that's something I heard Frank Martin said. He want to play on Saturday, yeah. And we want to see we want to see those guys play on Saturday. We want to get to that chance. We want to have that chance to uh, play on the on the biggest stage. Uh, uh, and you know anything can happen. Of course, we talked about play, trying to fight for the third seed to uh, possibly avoid Kentucky. But hey, it is what it is. Uh, we'll hopefully we'll handle our business against Alabama, whoever, and get that Kentucky matchup and, you know, anything can happen. Even though I call it the Kentucky Invitational, but, uh, <laughs> hey. That's what it's Kentucky's, been. They, they, that's, what, that's, how, that's how it's been, uh, this whole SEC, all these years. But, yeah. um, hey, um, Kentucky's limping, too. They're not, I don't think they're playing their – they're winning their games, but they're not playing their best right now either because they, they got a lot of injuries and they're very young as well. So, uh, hopefully uh, – Things will work out for us. All right, the SEC tournament gets underway Wednesday at Bridgestone Arena in Nashville, Tennessee. Let me give you the schedule again, and I'll go in chronological order this time to make it a little bit easier. It's tough to follow because we got 14 teams playing, and uh, four of them do not play until the third day. So Wednesday at 6, Mississippi State against LSU in the 12-13 game, and then Wednesday, 25 minutes after the conclusion of of the Mississippi State LSU game will have 11 seed Auburn against 14 seed Missouri and then on Thursday it'll be 8 Georgia against 9 Tennessee at noon Alabama against the LSU Mississippi State winner 25 minutes after that one and then 6 o'clock the night session begins with Vanderbilt and A&M 7 against 10 and then after that it'll be Ole Miss against either Missouri or Auburn and that will set the stage with the winners moving on to the quarterfinals noon start Friday for Kentucky against the Georgia-Tennessee winner approximately a 3.30 start for South Carolina game against either Alabama, LSU or Mississippi State. Florida will tip at 6 against Vanderbilt or Texas A&M and it'll be Arkansas wrapping up the quarters on Friday against either Ole Miss, Missouri, or Auburn. The semifinals are Saturday at noon, and the championship game will take place at noon on Sunday. So, Joe, we were in a similar position last year, although the Gamecocks were colder last year. They were on a bit more of a downslide last year going into the conference tournament. And Carolina lost to Georgia on Friday last year. Martin talked about wanting to play on Saturday. Three straight years the Gamecocks have lost on Friday in the quarters 
and they're going to need to find a way to win a game this year to firm up their NCAA tournament positioning. Just can't leave anything to chance right now. He said it exactly right. They need to firm up their position. They know how they felt last year. They know how we felt as fans and ex-players or whoever last year. Uh, that was a gut-wrenching feeling when knowing that on Selection Sunday uh, we didn't get in. So th- there shouldn't be a lot of uh, – if they're not motivated, and they don't come out a lot of fire on Friday to play against whoever, like I said, Alabama, Mississippi State, LSU, I'll be very disappointed. They, like I said, I want this for Sendaris. Uh, I want them just for themselves. You know, they they got an opportunity. They fought all year to uh, be in this position, and the sky's the limit right now. They need to handle their business against whoever on Friday and solidify. I think big wins uh, on Friday and play a, possibly a Kentucky very well on on Saturday, they'll be, they'll be in. They know, they know that feel. Like I said, we was in the decision last year, and they don't know if they're guaranteed to be in. So the motivation should be there, and I think we, we'll be okay. All right, the Gamecocks could get Bama. Bama's 4-0 against Mississippi State and LSU. So whoever they get, you got to figure they're going to be favored in that game. Bama's 17-13. and 13. Joe, they beat the Gamecocks. Bama did in that crazy four-overtime game in Columbia back on February the 8th. But Bama has gone three and four since that win, and the Gamecocks have lost five out of eight as well. So a lot of folks say the SEC is a four-team league. Bama right now is the fifth seed, 17 and 13. They're going to have to make a deep run to have any hope of getting in the tournament. And for Carolina, they can improve their seeding if they can do some damage uh, in this conference tournament. Joe uh, might be able to get up to as high as a number six seed, and that would give the Gamecocks a more favorable first-round NCAA tournament matchup. So plenty at stake this weekend, and the Gamecocks are still in position to get where they want to go. No doubt. Um, South Carolina trying to solidify their position, of course, uh, meet up with Alabama team that's trying to make a run, like you said, to get in. So both teams got a lot to fight for. and. uh Right now, if you look at the uh, projections, Joe Leonardo got us in a possible eight-man season. Those are, well, as you know, those are some of the mm-hmm. toughest games. Uh, great matchups, some of the best games that you can watch all day, watch that eight-man season. So we do need to make a good appearance, uh, play well, and show this NCAA board a, a committee that we are six or uh, possibly five, six, seven seed. So hopefully we can win and, and show a good Turn play well in the tournament so we can move up a little bit so we can have a favorable a favorable position in the NCAA tournament. All right, Joe, we haven't talked much women's basketball this year, and we would be remiss if we did not mention that Dawn Staley's Gamecock women's team won the SEC conference tournament for the third straight year, and Carolina becomes just the second SEC program to do that. Tennessee had done it twice. And now Dawn Staley has done it. What a job she's done building Gamecock women's basketball into a national power. You think how good women's ball has uh, historically been in the SEC. And now the Lady Gamecocks are dominating it. And unfortunately for Carolina, you know, like everybody else in women's ball, they're looking up to UConn. But right now, Carolina may have the best program in the country uh, this side of Stores, Connecticut. So an incredible accomplishment for the Gamecock women. Carolina whipped Georgia in the quarters. They beat uh, Kentucky. With a late surge, they pulled away from Kentucky to win in the semis, and they beat Mississippi State yesterday, rallied from five down in the fourth quarter yesterday, Joe, and shut Mississippi State out for the final four minutes and change of that ball game to win the conference title for the third straight year. Unbelievable. Well, yes, congratulations, no doubt, to the Lady Gamecock and to Don Staley. Um, she has tr- truly built a program down here that uh, a lot of uh, just fans, period, are so excited just to see that 
the crowd that they had down up in Greenville was tremendous. And they'll show you how, how far this program has come. They travel well and they really support those Lady Gamecocks. So, again, shout out to them. Congratulations to them. And hopefully we can get Elena healthy by next week. And uh, hopefully we can make a big push. And I'd love to get back to that Final Four and hopefully meet, meet up with a Connecticut in the Final Four in a neutral spot. That's where anything can happen. So, Again, congratulations to the Lady Gamecocks. Gamecock women went with their strength late in that game yesterday and out-rebounded Mississippi State 16-4 to over the final five minutes. Asia Wilson, the SEC Player of the Year this year, and it's the fourth straight year that the Gamecock women have had the Conference Player of the Year. It was Tiffany Mitchell two years in a row, and now it's Asia Wilson consecutive years as well. So remarkable what the Gamecock women have accomplished, and they could be in line for number one seed in the NCAA Tournament. The women's selection show takes place on Monday of this week, and the men's selection show will take place this coming Sunday after the conclusion of all the conference tournaments this weekend. So, Joe, really exciting time of year. If you're a basketball fan at the college level, this is what you live for. Absolutely. This is what I do. That's what I love to talk about, and uh, it's just exciting, man. I expect that going, going into the NCAA tournament, there's no team that I think is really standing out that's say, hey, this team's going to win. So this should be a tremendous year because anybody can get in and get hot and win it, and that's the beauty of the NCAA tournament. All right, Joe, it's going to be fun to watch. So we'll be back at the conclusion of the Southeastern Conference Tournament to talk about postseason for Gamecock basketball. We'll talk men's and women's when we come back. Joe, thanks for the update today. Absolutely, man. My pleasure. That's Joe Rett, Gamecock great. And I'm Emerson Phillips, and this is Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for being with us. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.